is Anna, and you're listening to the Soul Maiden Podcast. I am so happy you are here. If you want to know more about anything I talk about, check out my socials. Let's dive in. everybody welcome to the podcast today i am talking about emotional alchemy for those of you who don't know what emotional alchemy is hopefully i can give you a little bit of an insight on what i believe it is and how i think it works and sort of how it benefits us for right now over the last few weeks i've been doing some deep shadow work on myself and I feel like I've become a bit of an emotional alchemist. I have been working on a lot of the shadows and things for myself for over two years now where I've sort of done it full time and it's become sort of a routine and a daily sort of habit and it's quite easy for me to do. It's not, um, it's not a challenge. It's, it's, well, it is a challenge because some of the topics that come up can be quite difficult, but having the tools and having the experience, it does make it easier to sort of work through some of those emotions and things as they come up. So to me, emotional alchemy is um, alchemizing of our emotions. So the alchemy part is a term that's used for when you turn, you know, something into something else that is better. Uh, In the olden days, they used to, um, the alchemists would uh, would turn lead into gold so that's what an alchemist was so they would turn something that was considered a a poor or not useful type metal and turn it into something which was amazing which was gold and, and quite valuable and then putting that word alchemy with the word emotional makes it turning our emotions and the things that we feel into something better that will serve us So if we can look at an emotion and see sort of um, where it is, how it is serving us, and then see if we can transmute it and turn it into something else, that would be emotional alchemy. It is the, the art of taking an emotion that we deem to be difficult or challenging or hard or even one that we don't want and turning it into something wonderful, something that we can enjoy, something that we can get rid of, something we can move past from. And I think that's a wonderful skill to have. And if I can teach more people how to do that, I think everyone will have a lot better sort of uh, lives going forward because it is our emotions that do tend to hold us back from being who we really want to be. Our emotions can also affect the way we make decisions, the the way we move forward in life, the way we have a relationship, the way we look at money. It, It affects so many things around us. And I think if we can have a really good look at these emotions and see where they're serving us and where they're not serving us, it can make a great difference for our lives. So how do we alchemize our emotions? For me... I would think that the first step in that would be to recognize an emotion. We need to be able to discern what the emotion is that we're feeling. Uh, 
you know, and to make sure that it's the right emotion that we're feeling. There is an emotional wheel that you can look up if you want to have a look at them all, but sometimes when we're in a sad place or in an angry place, it's actually not that uh, blanket emotion that we're feeling. So just say I was angry uh, about a certain situation, if I really sort of looked at it, especially like on an emotional wheel, you can see that angry can sort of move down into frustrated or something, depending on the situation. So it, it may not always be that initial emotion that you were feeling. So like the major ones with the angry, the, the sadness and things like that, they're real type. They're like the, you know, like the main sort of heading type emotion that we're feeling, but sometimes we really need to sort of break it down and have a little deep dive into really what that emotion is because, you know, that anger could be frustration, that sadness could be, you know, more of, you know, feeling not heard type thing. And I think it's important that we can sort of learn how to work out what the real emotion is so we know uh, where we can release it and how to release it if it's not that you know, that overhanging sort of most talked about or most used type emotion. So having that awareness is going to be your first step. It's recognizing how you're feeling in those moments that you're not enjoying. So during the day, if something is making you angry or sad or whatever the other emotion is that you don't like, it is something that I think you need to look at. You could also uh, see the situation that brought it about so if you became angry because you were driving and someone had cut you off yes you may be angry because this person has cut you off in traffic but that may not be the reason for your anger so you could be angry because you had a fight with someone at home before you sort of left to go in your car to go drive or you could be angry because of where you were going and it was something that you didn't want to do or something that you don't enjoy doing. So apart from the actual emotion that we're feeling and working out what the real emotion is, we need, we need to track it back as well to see, well, what is the situation that has caused this feeling and why am I feeling this way? Because most of the time, the actual active things that are happening may not be the actual trigger to what the emotion is. So just like that traffic, example it will normally not be because someone cut you off in traffic it'll be related to something else a lot sort of deeper or, or further back you know in your lifetime or in your experience there are many different ways that we can try and track where our uh, where our emotions have originally come from it is something that probably takes a little bit of time if you're just starting out there's a lot of techniques you can use, but you would probably need to start using them and see which ones work for you. Some of the ones that I like to use are using a timeline where we can sort of look at some of the major events in our life and where we've sort of repeated certain behaviours and felt certain emotions. That one I find really helps me because then when we go to clear, we can clear sort of it as a group of, you know, the actual feelings that were common over a sort of period of time along that timeline. Uh, other ways you can really get to the source of them is meditating if you get into a real quiet space and, and see what memories can come up for you. You can also try journaling, um, writing down things, whatever comes up for you, just 
you know, try and think about which way will work for you on, on how you're going to get those emotions out and get to the actual original source of where the emotional, uh, the emotion came from. It's sometimes hard when you're in the moment to try and get right back down to the source of it or what the real one is. Sometimes you might need to calm down first. Sometimes you may need to, you know, use some other tools to sort of alleviate that initial sort of maybe large reaction to whatever is happening in that moment. There are a lot of tools for that as well that you can use when you are feeling those big emotions. One of the big ones that I uh, like to use is RRT tapping, which is rapid relief technique tapping. So it is similar to EFT tapping where we are still tapping on the meridians, but instead of saying, um, you know, even though blah, 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 this time when we tap, we're going to say what we're feeling. So for instance, with that same example of when someone cut you off on a car, if you started tapping in that moment, if you're sitting in the car and he's cut you off and you're like, oh my God, this guy, blah, blah, blah start tapping, start tapping as you are saying those things that you were thinking while you're in that angry moment. So you could be saying, oh my God, this guy is such an idiot, blah, blah, blah. Why did he cut me off? How dare he? That's not fair. Can't he see me, et cetera, et cetera. And you can go through those tapping points and you can really sort of get those emotions out. Sometimes while you're doing that tapping, you will uh, start to get to another situation or another emotion as you're tapping so it could lead into something else so you could start tapping and saying I can't believe he didn't see me and then it could go into nobody sees me blah 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 and you will deep diving further into maybe a relationship that you weren't seen or, or a job where you weren't seen and it can sort of lead you to somewhere else which may be the actual core of what that emotion is that you're feeling or while you're tapping, what will happen is that emotion will eventually release and you'll realise that you're no longer angry about that person cutting you off and you can sort of move through, you know, the rest of the, the day once you've sort of released that a little bit. Emotions actually only last 90 seconds. It is us who keeps feeding them to make them last longer. So when we are feeling angry or we are feeling sad, we have that power to sort of just let, let that emotion pass. We can witness it. We can look at it. We can appreciate it and just let it move through us. Um, it may have physical reactions with, us, with it. So if we were sad, we could be crying. Just let those tears come out. Just let that, you know, emotion do what it wants to do uh, on your physical body. That is the quickest way to let it sort of move through. But with that, that's something that has to come after time there's so many different things you can do in the moment and I think if you learn the myriad of tools that are out there with your emotions that you can start trying them and use different ones in different moments I know that there's a lot of different ones that I use myself and it will depend on how I'm feeling so if it was that instance at the traffic light with that guy yes I could be tapping or I could be thinking, okay, well, that's not really what I'm angry about. And I will try to sort of look at that somewhere else um, and see what that real emotion was coming uh, from. But that's something that I can do a lot easier now because of the experience that I've had with, with working through the emotion. Other times you can also try and see where it is sitting in your body. So 
if you were angry, okay, body, where am I sort of feeling this? And you may feel uh, tightness in your chest. You may feel, you know, a sore wrist or something. And if we can sort of use that energy or use some of the other skills that we can start removing the emotion from that um, area, which is actually just the energy of where it's sitting in your body. And if you can learn some of those tools, sometimes you can just clear it that way. Another way of doing it is you can use just clearing statements. There's a few different um, clearing statement techniques out there that you can use. And that's just a matter of saying certain words um, when you do have these sort of feelings or, or thoughts that relate to something that you don't want. And it sort of clears it from your memory and stops it sort of making that imprint into your mind. So you're not going to keep repeating that uh, emotion. So some of those tools will not only help you identify the emotion and the um, deeper down emotion, it will also help you try to clear it, which is basically what the alchemy part of it is. And if you continue to sort of do that work, everything will become a lot easier and become your normal practice of when something comes up or when a situation you know appears and you're not sure how to handle it or what to do you will have all these tools you will have all the experience and you will know how to move those things out as quickly and easily as you can and you will use whatever works for you whatever works for you in that moment whatever feels comfortable for you um, at that time I know even myself even with uh, having all those tools and having all the experience of moving a lot of those emotions out um, I know sometimes when you are feeling those heavy emotions, it can sometimes be hard to get to that state where you can use some of those techniques or modalities to help you move through it. And that's okay. That is something that does happen. And sometimes you do just really want to sit in what that emotion was. I know that some can sometimes be a lot heavier than others. I know that... Um, Grief is probably a little bit different when dealing with your other type of emotions, even though the other type of emotions will also come under that grief banner. I know that moving through grief is not as easy as using some of these tools and techniques, but I do know that they have helped me a lot with working through um, some of the emotions and things that come up. But some days you do just want to sit in it. Some days you do just want to release and you know releasing your emotions will look different for everyone it can be yawning burping dry reaching crying of course um you know it could even be body releases there could be you know a sore muscle that heals or something that sort of pops up even sort of maybe pimples or things like that it is going to come out of your body in some way because it's it's not just that thought or that feeling of that emotion that's sitting with us which you know we would think of it as something that's just sitting in our mind but it's also sitting in our physical body so somewhere in there it's it's sitting in there it's also you know it'll be sitting in our heart somewhere it'll be holding us back from something so I think it is really important to sort of learn these skills so that we can sort of move out from where they're holding on to us and where they're sort of keeping us small and keeping us trapped and, and not keeping us, you know, in the right trajectory of where we really should be going or what we really want to do. Because once we can start lifting some of these emotions and things like that, you start to see 
other things come in for you. So they will be things that will be more beneficial for you, more happier for you. And as you release more and more, more of those low vibration type emotions, you're going to get more and more of those high vibrations. And when you're in that high vibration state, a lot more good things are going to come to you. There is also one of the universal laws, which is the um, universal law of vibration. There is so much information about it online. Um, a lot of what I sort of grab from that information is from Abraham Hicks, and you will find so much information about that if you sort of have a little bit of a Google on it, but it shows you the actual vibrational scale of where some of our emotions sit. And if we're sort of sitting down in those lower vibration states, we're not going to attract the things that we want or the things we want to do or the things we want to be. So we do need to try and keep our vibration up. And I know that, you know, you might sometimes try and dismiss some of those lower emotions that you're feeling and think, no, I've got to be high vibe. I've got to be happy that's not going to work, that's not going to serve you, you need to do that, that deep work to actually get those emotions out. If you try to be high vibe and be happy and think that everyone's okay and think that being positive is working for you, it is not going to. You are still holding on to those emotions somewhere in your body, so they need to come out. So if you are feeling low, you need to really sort of work on it and see if you can release it or move it or do something to get it out instead of sort of saying, nope, I'm not going to be angry. I'm just going to be happy. That's not going to work for you. And I know that's probably an old school thought where people used to tell us, you know, put a smile on your face, um, you know, say your affirmations all the time. Just, you know, let all those emotions go down, bury it. Don't, you know, sort of show people how you're feeling. Put on that, you know, that smiley face and show everyone how happy you are well that's not where we are right now and that's something that isn't going to serve us because holding on to those emotions in our body can sometimes lead to you know the diseases and the illnesses and things like that that happen to us and that is purely because of those emotions and those self-limiting beliefs and stories and things that you're holding on to you that you believe to be true even though they may not actually be true for you so that's just a little bit on emotional alchemy and there's a lot more to sort of talk about with that and I will probably say a lot more things in depth about some of the topics that I did speak about in this podcast so that will be on some of the future ones to come but I think for anyone who doesn't know what it is and really wants to have a look at it there's information on the internet if you even just looked up emotional alchemy and you can find some tools and resources and everyone has their own ideas on what will sort of work and there are so many different ways that you can sort of do it so it is up to you to do the research and find some of those things that are out there and some of those techniques and tools and see which ones you can sort of start implementing and then find out which ones work for you and you may end up with a whole you know, a whole group of different things that you use, like I do, depending on, you know, the emotion or the time or the space or where you are. And that's great. I think having more tools is going to be um, a lot better than having none. But thank you guys for listening and I'll catch you in the next podcast.
That's a wrap, guys. Thanks for listening to today's podcast with me, Anna, from Soul Maiden. I'll catch you in the next podcast coming soon.